message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. Well, good morning, everyone. Let me have a little wave if you can hear me. Yes, fantastic. Okay, well, my name's Tim. I'm one of the elders here at Jubilee, and it is so good to have you with us this morning on our first ever live streaming video uh, video service. Now, we're just after Christmas. We're just in to 2021. And if you if you have a look normally at the first Sunday after Christmas, what you'll tend to find in most churches on most years, it'll be like the the main guy, the pastor, the one who's been working super hard right up until Christmas. Well, he goes and takes a break, and then we get um, we get uh, someone who needs a little bit more experience to speak. Someone who needs a little bit more kind of uh, uh, who, who's a little bit wet around the ears and so on. But here in Jubilee, the two Sundays after Christmas, we had Terry Virgo speaking. Now, Terry Virgo, if, if, you, weren't, if you didn't catch the last two services that we had, you can, you can go and check them out on jubilee.org.uk. Terry is um, the father of the, the family of churches that we belong to. And it's such a, such a privilege. I was so blessed to have um, to hear his teaching on Jonah and what he was bringing out from uh, uh, Jonah's Jonah trying to get away from God and uh, going into the depths and God still saving him. Um, one of the things I love about Terry is he is such a grace filled man and um and what the the foundations of the family that he's that he's made our our church part of and one of the foundations of of jubilee is we we have a look at what's happening in the bible we we take this book and we go well how did they do church here in the bible and and let's see if we can apply it today and that's that's one of the things I, I love so much we're, we're not we're not trying to <clears throat> we're not trying to take oh well let's let's think of a really uh online church i'm not sure it happens like that but what can we take from the bible what can we take from the history of the early church which was which was chronicled by luke you you'll probably know luke from uh he he chronicled the life of Jesus in his gospel. Well, the book of Acts is the history of the early church. So you could call it Luke 2. And, and what, we're, what we're doing is we, as we look through this is we, we say, well, how did they do church here? And how can we apply it to what we're doing today? We've been going from house to house this morning, haven't we? We've, we, we started off, we were in southern Derbyshire with Rupert and he was welcoming us. And then we headed up to the Derwent Valley um, and, uh, and Caroline was leading us in worship. And now you're here with me in Derby. And wherever you're joining us from, yeah, yeah, come on, let's, ha- let's have a little bit of a shout for Derby. Yeah, I like this. 
wherever you're joining us from this morning, whether you're joining us from Burton Family Church, big shout out to you, whether you're joining us from Jubilee Church Derby, whether you are on Church Online or whether you're on YouTube, big shout out to you as well. Wherever you're joining us from in the UK or even the world, all of creation is the Lord's and this is his church and you are so welcome to be here and we're thrilled that you're joining us this morning. If we have a look at this whole idea of going from one house to another, it kind of reminds me of in this section, in, in this part of um, the Bible, in the book of Acts, we can see in Acts chapter 5 and verse 42, it says this, day after day in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stop teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Christ. <clears throat> now, that's a bit of an issue for us right now because a year ago we would have been meeting in quad that would have been like like our temple courts that would have been like our place where we come together but now we're coming from my house to your house to your house to your house and perhaps what this gives us today and perhaps what this gives us going forward is more of a sense of community and if you're if you're making any notes on this do you know i can only see my screen i can't really see uh, and two other people so so i can't see if you're making notes on this or not but if you are you might want to write down community and communion because we're going to be taking communion later on as well now if you haven't got your things ready and you're going ah oh hang on i need the the things for communion uh, uh, what do i need i haven't got any wine in ah it doesn't matter it's okay the lord turned water into wine do you know he um he gave us the lord's supper he gave us this this time to remember what it, to remember him and and he said we we need to remember him as much as we need to eat and whether you've got he, he was just saying look do this as often as you as you eat and drink basically remember me as often as you eat and drink so if you've got some bread if you've got a biscuit like you can go and get that we'll be doing it at the end of the service if you if you've got some some juice that's fine if you've got some water that'll be fine it's all good enough for the lord's supper because it is there to remind us of his death and his resurrection we'll be doing that at the end of the service So if we're looking at how they, how did they do stuff here in the early church and how can we apply it as we're going from house to house? Then let's have a look at what happened in the early church. If we turn a couple of pages back to Acts chapter 2 and verse 42, you'll see this. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. 
And so these are the things that I want us to look at this morning. I want us to be able to look at devoting ourselves to teaching, to the word. I want us to be able to look at devoting ourselves to fellowship and being together. I want us to be able to look at breaking bread together and that communion and community. I want us to be able to look at praying together and the many signs and wonders that follow it. It's so so good to be here on Zoom. And you might find that actually um, this service is a little bit rough around the edges because this is the first time that we've tried to do it live, the first time we've tried to do it in this format. And do you know what? One of the things that it just speaks of, this what this speaks of right here, is what an amazing job has happened over the last 10 months. And one of the one of the driving forces, the, the engine behind what has happened every week in terms of our production and getting it out there. There's there's been a bit of a team going on, but but the main guy has been David Ash. And he has just been he's been relentlessly putting um, a service together. It takes a lot of of cutting and chopping and and helping out amateurs like me working out what to do and and dealing with people submitting things late and then uploading it all and it all going out. He's done an amazing, amazing job. And I wonder if this morning we could honour him. I would love for us to unmute ourselves now and um and just give him a massive round of applause like he was the nhs right like just just imagine you're you're just like you're Ready, boys. And, and and let's let's just give david a go, massive thank you for all the work thank you david we love you, mate. We love you. You are the best. We're so, so grateful for you. Well done, man. Thanks. Mute it. Now, I, one of the reasons that David is, well, that we've moved to this uh, format is because David isn't going to have as much time to be able to put a pre recorded service together because. Um, his wife Catherine is expecting a baby. Some of you may know that. Some of you might not even know who David is, but some of you might know their family very well and know that they are expecting a baby. And so I, I wonder, just actually in this moment, if we could, we've honoured him, but I wonder if we could pray for their family now. And I've asked T and I've asked Fiona if uh, if they would pray. Um, so. Uh, uh, David, where are you, are you around? Is your, can we can we see you guys at all? Fantastic. Okay, I'm just going to try. I, I'm hearing from my other room that we can see. You. That's cool. Oh yeah, I can see you now. That's great. Um, so, T Fiona, if you'd like to, if you'd like to lead us in praying for David and Catherine and Elizabeth and their new baby. So, Father God, we thank you for David and Kat and Busy. And, Father God, we, as we have 
acknowledged all the work that David has put in, especially over these last months. Father God, we also acknowledge that you are the one who has given him the gifts and the skills and the abilities that he has. And Father God, we just want to thank you that he has used the gifts and the skills that you have given him to be such a blessing to each one of us. Father, we acknowledge the huge amount of work and hours and effort that he has put in over these last 10 months, Lord, especially when things have not worked well. And Father God, we just thank you for his perseverance, his endurance, his willingness to serve you in this way. Father, at this time, we ask your blessing upon him and his family. God, we pray especially for Kat in these last weeks of pregnancy. Father, would you watch over her? Father, we commit the bringing of this new life into the world into your hands father we commit it to you and pray that you would watch over cat in in that time of giving birth father we thank you for the new life that is within her and father as they as a family embark on this new season father god we ask your blessing over them over busy as she welcomes a new sibling into the family. Father God, we just pray for them. We pray for this new season. We pray for the challenges, Lord, as they try and work out how to homeschool busy and look after a new baby. Father, we ask for your grace, your your strength, Lord, for each new day. God, would you fill them with joy and peace and blessing as they welcome this new life into the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father God, we thank you for how your hand has been so mighty on this family. Father God, we thank you because all this, all, all this is because of who you are. Father God, I thank you that this family has faithfully served you. Father God, they have sought you in every single situation. Father God, they've poured out love. Father God, in the secret places, Father God, they've been generous when it was seen, they've been generous when it was unseen. Father God, I thank you so much for how much of you they share and how much of you they give to us all. Father God, for me personally, Father God, I would not be here if not for these mighty ones. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, for... The, the anointing that they carry, Father God. And I pray that Holy Spirit, as they go into this new phase, that, Father God, they will know you in a more amazing light, Father God. Would you pursue them, Father God? Would you envelope them with your love, Father God? Would everyone who comes across them, Father God, see your presence on them, Father God? I pray, Father God, even as Bizzizer has already started evangelizing, Holy Spirit, I pray as she continues in, in school, Father God, as she continues in her life, Father God, as she teaches her, her, her younger sibling, Father God, how to pursue you, how to share you, how to love you, Father God, how to, how to just bring you in every situation. Father God, above all, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you bless them with every single blessing. Father God, would they lack for nothing? Father God, would they be abundant in peace? Father God, would they be with their house? Father God, as they prayed over their house, they prayed that their house would be a house of peace. I pray that, Father God, that, that legacy will live on for generations in the name of Jesus. Yeah, Father God, we thank you for this family, Father God. We pray 
But Lord God, that you'll do everything, everything to make every crooked path straight, Father God, for them. Father God, whether it be sleep, Father God, whether it be delivery, Father God, whatever it is that they need, Holy Spirit, would you provide in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, bless you, David, Catherine, Busy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for praying, T and Fiona. Um, I, I love that. I love that in church now we can we can pray for one another. The the verse we were just reading said that the believers devoted themselves to prayer. And we've just done it. We've we've just partnered with God we've just called on his name we've just called down his blessing upon them we've just we've just offered prayers of thanks that have risen to heaven in his great name so well done thank you for joining in that it's so good to be able to to be able to do that live as as it happens this morning one of the other things that um it says right at the beginning of acts 2 42 is that they devoted themselves to the teaching of the apostles well well actually the apostles refer to it as the ministry of the word the ministry of the word is this is the the word of god it is is the bible and <clears throat> I, I wonder can, how are we doing at devoting our lives our hearts to the ministry of this word? How much of an important part does it play in our hearts? You know, you might have genuine questions and say, look, Tim, this book was written, it was finished pretty much 2000 years ago. So how, how can it be relevant to us today? That's, that's a really good question. And do you know what? You're not the first people to ask it. Because right throughout the Gospels, people are, are kind of asking Jesus that question. They're asking him to explain scriptures that were written thousands or hundreds of years ago. And he, he refers back to them. He, he knows them so well. So he's not like opening a book to do it. But, but he, he knows them so well. And he's saying it is written. It, the scriptures say this. Every time someone <clears throat> asks, him a, asks him a question about the word of God, he says, hey, it's, it's like this is written. He says that you can't take any of it away. In fact, there's no moment in all of all of um, Jesus's ministry in his time on earth where he says, uh, well, God's changed his mind on this. Or, or hey, do you know what? Um, we're, we're doing it this way instead of that. No, he says, I have come to take all of what was written before and fulfill it. So it's no longer just, just good enough for you to, to not murder someone. If you're not actually, if the rest of your time you're thinking ill of them, you're thinking bad things about them. Hey, he, he says, you've, you've got to treat someone like, think good of them instead. Yeah, it, this, is about your, this is about your mind and your heart, not just about what you do. He is the fulfillment of the law he is the spirit of the law what was written 
friend of mine uh, on Friday at work was just asking me, um, hey, Tim, do you, do you read the Bible much? What, you know, what, what, what do you think about this? And I had, to, I had to kind of say, yeah, I do read the Bible a lot. But I kind of had to stop myself going into being like an M&S advert. Like I, I wanted to say, this isn't just reading the Bible. This isn't just reading a book. This is this is reading the living word of God. So I'd I'd been reading that week about um, uh, about uh, Noah. Uh, you know him from the guy with the ark, right? And uh, and with him, what he got himself after the ark, he got himself into a bit of a spot of bother, and his sons. Um, Shem and Japheth, they sorted him out. They looked after him when he got into a spot of bother of his own making. But his son Ham, um, he kind of he he kind of wanted to gossip about it. He wanted to kind of celebrate the shame a little bit. And and as I was reading that and and spending time in in God's word, I thought oh, God God started asking me these questions. He said, "Hey Tim, the other day, did you try and score some points?" easily on someone did you try and correct them by making them feel bad i had to go yeah actually that's what i did and but he but he doesn't condemn in that but the the next day i saw again in the hospital where i work i, I saw there was some care that needed doing better it, you know it was, someone needed to do a, a, a better job than, than what they were and it needed to change and I just I, I remembered the words of the Lord that had come to me that that morning and 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 I was remembering thinking oh wow I wonder if there's an opportunity here to help this person feel more confident in what they're doing to help them care better to basically cover over and show them love so we we read about this stuff in in Genesis with what's going on with Noah right at the beginning of the Bible and yet we head all the way over in toward the end of the Bible in 1 Corinthians 13 and we read about what love looks like and we find out that love isn't rude it's not self-seeking it doesn't keep a record of wrongs it always protects it always hopes it always perseveres and so I'm trying to talk to my mate and say, yeah, I read the Bible, but but this isn't just about, oh, this is what happened to Noah. This is, hey, this happened on our ward today. That I, I again was challenged not to be rude or self-seeking or angry. But the word of the Lord was calling me to be protective and honouring. And rejoicing in the truth and always hoping. And which one would I rather be? No, kind of the answer's easy there for me. Because I'd spent time in that word this morning, that morning. Well, it's still hard to understand God's word. I'll tell you what, whenever I try and just go, oh, what does God's word say? But what does the Bible say about this? And I just rush into it. Sometimes it just kind of glances over me and I don't really get it. Holy Spirit helps me to understand. Whenever I approach this word with reverence, whenever I approach God's word 
wanting to know him and asking him, Lord, would you help me to understand this? Holy Spirit, would you open these words up into my heart? He helps me to understand so much more. Things, things jump off the page to me. Things dwell in my heart. His law, his words get written in here because I've prayed. Lord, as I speak this morning, would you help these words from your ancient text, your eternal word that lives forever? As I speak them, would you, would you help these words to land alive in our hearts and bring change? We ask in your name, Lord God. So they devoted themselves to the, to the teaching of the word, but they also devoted themselves to fellowship. And this is, this is what Jesus says about fellowship. Okay, so after Jesus has washed his disciples' dirty feet um, and he's predicted his betrayal by one of his close friends and he's predicted his um, another friend would just deny him and say, I don't even know that Jesus. Then he says to his disciples this, a new commandment I give you. This is from John 13. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must also love one another. By this, everyone will know that you're my disciples if you love one another. And what a challenge that is for us to be able to love one another in this prolonged, socially distant season where we can't meet in the temple courts, where we can't hug one another, where it's really difficult to, to kind of meet up and show each other that, that we matter. Right now, I kind of settle for almost like half of that scripture, half of it. I, like, I almost don't mind about everyone seeing that that this is how we love one another. I'm more concerned about does everyone here know that we love one another? And I want to say that truthfully, meaningfully, that if you're here this morning, if you're, if you're joining us on Zoom, if you're joining us on church online, we're so grateful that you're with us and you matter. You being here makes a difference. You being on this screen, if you can, makes a difference. We're so pleased to have you with us. Now, it doesn't, how we show fellowship, how we show love to one another, doesn't always have to be like some gushing love letter. You might want to write a card and tell someone how fantastic they are. You might want to unmute and just clap David and say, well done, man, that's so good. But sometimes it's just whatever the point of connection is. Sometimes it's about who are you reading the Bible with or who are you, um, who are you on the phone to? Who are you messaging? Who are you? Um, you've seen a video and you just send it to someone and say and start a conversation. Thought, thought of you with this. What do you reckon to it? Uh, maybe you're the one who is all over social media just sending out encouragement um 
actually, I want to big up uh, Naomi and Jody. You're really good at this. So thank you so thank you so much for the encouragement that that you give on there. Um, maybe maybe your way of showing fellowship is uh, being amazing in the kitchen and sending food out to people. Catherine, that's you. Thank you. Um, maybe it's who you meeting up with to, to go for walks or run together. But I tell you what, all these things and then there's life groups. Wow. Like what an opportunity life groups are to share what's going on in your life, to share the good stuff and the bad with your brothers and sisters in Christ. That might be stuff going on in your family. That might be stuff going on in your home or in your business, whatever it is. If you want to know what pastoral care looks like in Jubilee, then have a look in our life groups. If you're done with trying to do this Christian life alone because we're not meant to, then check out our life groups. If you're not involved with one, then, then email the church office. We can, we can get you connected. If you're watching on YouTube or on church online on our website, then you can press uh, what if you're on our website, you can press the get connected button and uh, and we can let you know about the life groups that we have running across the city. But hey, you don't even have to be local to join them at the moment. So so come and come and get involved. Come and be part of the fellowship. Come and be part of the community. The other things that we see that the believers devoted themselves to is to prayer, which we've already done. And we're going to get another opportunity to do in a moment. And to the breaking of bread, which, again, is coming up. Caroline's going to be leading us in a, <clears throat> in a song. And then we're going to have an opportunity to, um, to break bread together. And when all of these things happen, when they devote themselves to, to the teaching of the word, to fellowship, to breaking of bread, to prayer, all with open hearts, then they were in awe at the many signs and wonders that were happening. Do you know um, what, what happens as, as we are faithful and devote our hearts to, to God and to one another in that, in that communion, wow, then there's, there's just space for many signs and wonders. As, as the people of God call the eternal of heaven into the now of earth, then miraculous things go on. And I want us to be a community that's like that. I want us to be a body of of brothers and sisters who who call on the eternal who who are seated in heaven but but can call it down into right now on earth that we might see many signs and wonders and be in awe of how amazing our lord is so as we as we come into land with this we're going to head over to caroline who's going to lead us in in a song now um talking about the, the which talks of the wonder of being in the lord's presence and then 
as that comes to a close, we're going to break bread together. Thanks for listening to this Jubilee Church podcast. Feel free to check out our website at www.jubilee.org.uk or come along on any Sunday.